Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. And this is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. I just want everyone to know that in the in a true sense of allyship uh, and equity towards the LGBTQIAPH silent G community, that uh, we are dedicating a single phone line to any and all fat lesbians who may be monitoring this broadcast right now. If you feel that you need to have your voice heard, I'm your ally. I'm your ally. I freaking love fat lesbians. Uh, so if if you, we have a the fat lesbian line is now open. So if you have any issues with anything you're hearing, you want to respond, dial the fat lesbian line which is oddly the very same number that everybody else uses, 210-599-5555, You know, if if I was in Swissland, I'd be doing time for about six months uh, because of that opening monologue there. I'll explain that happy crap here in a second, but first, wow, wow, we're building a wall. Isn't that special? Wow. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 I. Uh, as you now know, Alejandro Mayorkas, who was a piece of crap with lungs, uh, a guy who has testified under oath that the border is, in fact, secure, uh, director of Homeland Security there, uh, well, apparently the border is not secure in Starr County. I don't know anything about Star County. I didn't even know where it was on the map until I looked it up. And uh, you know, it, I, I looked up the numbers on Star. We're going to build. We're we're, we're going to build. Not it's not a wall. It's a barrier. A barrier. You know, and we're going to put some barrier down there because we got some problem. We got got some surging going on in, in freaking Star County there. Uh, I looked. I looked up the numbers. And uh, let's see, uh, for it, 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 over the course of the past year, the past 12 months, at this particular region around the Rio Grande uh, in Star County, they've had about, I, I, what did I say? I got that written down here in my notes. Uh, let's see, about 245,000 uh, folks crossed over in Star County uh, at this uh, location where they want to put a barrier 240k this year. Meanwhile, uh, at Eagle Pass, uh, 260,000 folks have strolled across the border in September. Um, where do you what What do you say about this? This is so beyond absurd. I don't even. Do I even have to say anything about this? The the, the wall walls are evil. They're racist. 
my God, they, they, they campaigned against Donald Trump. Well, when they weren't cheating that election, when they were actually, uh, you know, at least putting up the facade of campaigning, oh, the wall was evil and racist. We need to stop with these walls and dividing people. We played the audio earlier of, uh, you know, your president, Joe Biden. When he, I can't remember now if he was if he'd actually become president or this was on the campaign, I guess, and uh, prior to twenty twenty, uh, not one more inch of wall, man, no more walls. Walls are for haters. Oh, and as far as the linguistic uh, gymnastics there on barrier v wall, okay, if you remember, just a handful of weeks ago, we were still talking about how soulless. Greg Abbott is, and and what a what a bad Christian he is because he put up floaty barriers uh, along the uh, uh, along the river there, or across the river, and uh, you know that was inhumane. But now they're gonna what? We all know what's going on here, don't we? Jesus, I feel like it's, I feel like a weirdo just even having to state it out loud. Uh, we're, we you know we're we're getting down to the final year, the year leading up to this election. Biden's numbers suck. Not that they care about that, but they, really, they, I guess they sort of care. They don't care as far as him personally, but they're they're seeing what's going on. You look at the video from Eagle Pass overnight. Holy crap! You know, hundreds of people bum rushing the border with their fists in the air, flying the flags of their countries of origin. The assholes they're escaping to come here and live in a slightly bigger asshole with uh, better benefits. You know, it's ma- it's madness, and and even you know moderate Democrats uh, are starting to say, "Oh, this is getting bad." I got nine Haitians living in my garage. You know, it's getting bad. And so they got to do something. They got to make a show of something. And this is this really it's all politics. Obviously, this is how you blunt. The criticism that you're not doing anything about the border. Well, we're building a barrier. We're building a wall thingy down there in Star County. Oh, we're taking this serious. Anyway, Karine uh, uh, Jean-Pierre uh, Clouseau said, uh, what, just like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, that Joe Biden has done more to secure the border than any other president before him? Well, if that's true, Alejandro... Why do you need a wall in Star County or any place else? If you're listening to the uh, the pigs in the elite me- uh, the the propagandist pigs in the elite media, there's no border crisis. These are MAGA hat wearing talking points. <laughs> Jim Acosta, who nobody cares about anymore, but he said a few weeks ago, just two weeks ago, I think, border secure. Yeah, there's no. These are Republican talking points. These are Trump people. So why the hell do you need a barrier anywhere? Well, it's this is the Orwellian nightmare. This is the Orwellian nightmare, and in the Orwellian nightmare, you edit as you go. You edit history and the present moment as you go, and reconfigure truth and reality to fit the uh, the orthodoxy. And uh, the fact is, and this was true in the in the novel, and it's true in the moment we're living in right now, that as far as people like you and I who know what's going on, we're inconsequential. We It doesn't matter that we know what's going on. Just like it doesn't matter that you and I know what's, what, what's, what this evil crap is going on with Donald Trump and these indictments and all this. 
you and I are irrelevant. We're never going to vote for them anyway. We're never going to support. They, they, could talk, they don't care what we know and are aware about. All they care about are the morons. And the morons will sop this crap up with some crusty bread and, uh, and repeat back. Well, you know, they're, they're, building a, they're doing something. They're building a wall. And, and you can say, you can argue and state till you're blue in the freaking noggin, blue in the face, that, well, you guys said walls were bad. So why are you now saying this, this barrier they're building in Star County is good? Well, because it is. And you're just a hater. <laughs> you know, it's, it's absurd. It, again, my theme of the day is this is all beyond absurd at this point. And uh, I, I I heard this crap yesterday with with Mayorkas and understand where where he 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 he's he, this guy's got a lot of power he he just got rid of or uh, booby canned twenty six federal laws to make this happen. Oh, by the way, it is Mayorkas. It's not the president. Boy, that guy's powerful. <laughs> 26 federal laws. Now, when Donald Trump did anything like that, uh, they started screaming about the death of democracy, right? And, uh, oh, this is it. Donald Trump's a fascist. He doesn't care about the rule of law. You know, and here they are. Alejandro Mayorkas, who was a deeply mediocre human being. His, his mediocrity is vast. Uh, well, yeah, twenty-six federal laws got to go away. It's okay. We 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 gotta we gotta fix things in Star County, man. <laughs> Two hundred and forty-five thousand people in one year. We fart more illegal immigration in nine seconds uh, in Eagle Pass uh, than than uh, than than what they're dealing with in Star County. I, I I don't do I even have to say to you. What's at play here and why this is going on? You already know. It's politics, baby. Got to have the optics. You know, uh, just a, a couple of years ago, the optics were AOC, Alexandria Orifice Cortez, crying on her knees outside of a chain link fence, for all we know, that was bordering a Walmart and bawling her eyes out about the hatred of fences and walls. But, man, Biden's numbers are sucking big time on the border, so man, we're going to put up some barrier. That's great. It's precious. The Sean Rima Show. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back 23 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA. Wow, we're going to build a wall here, uh, according to Alejandro Mayorkas. In the Star County, your reactions. Here's Carl. Carl, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Sean. How you doing? Pretty good, man. <clears throat> what are you thinking? Hey, I'm sorry to have to reach you on the fat lesbian line, but uh, <laughs> the other lines were all tied up. Uh, James, <laughs> I, 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 we, we have a. I'm dedicating one of the lines to any and all fat lesbians who may want to call into the show today. It's the. It is in fact the fat lesbian line. So, go ahead, Carl. If, if, if the border is so secure, why is uh, Eric Adams going on a tour of South America to ask him to stop coming here? I don't know. I thought it was secure. I thought Biden had done more than any other president. I don't and know. The, it's the, the, the last thing, the last thing, real quick, Corinne Jean Pierre, look at her hair. <laughs> Tell me that is not Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. <laughs> 
I, it's her it's her disco glitter uh, eye makeup that I, I usually chuckle over, man. Carl, thanks for calling us on the fat lesbian line. Here's Mike. Mike, how are you? Yeah, yeah, how you doing? I'm not going to talk about lesbians today, but... um. <laughs> Another time, <laughs> but yeah, hey, yeah, like like I uh, hey, like I told you, uh, like I told the guy in the morning, man. This, this, these uh, guys, Joe Biden and the administration is trying to play the um, American people for suckers. See, here's the deal, uh, Sean. A lot of people up north in like Chicago, Michigan, Pennsylvania, they don't know about the border situation, you know, because I meet these type of people because I drive a truck. They don't realize they they just see everything on CNN, Fox, and they believe it's garbage. But people like you that's down in San Antonio, in Texas, you actually see what's happening. And they don't realize that this so-called fence that they're building, it's not. It's in an area that, that doesn't even need a fence. They need a fence in El Paso, Texas, across from war. They want an eagle pass. This is where these people are coming into the U.S. Why don't somebody ask that Dean Pierre today in a news conference, how come they're not putting one in Eagle Pass and see what they tell you? I guarantee you she won't answer the question. Oh, because no. Like I said before, because like I said before, they're playing the U.S. people for suckers. A lot of people don't know about the border situation, but they better find out about it because some very bad people are coming into the United States. That's what I tell people when I meet them. You better, you better open up a book or you better get on the Internet and find out what's really going on. And I thank you for taking my call this Th- morning. Thanks, Mike. Be careful out there. We always appreciate your calls. Thank you. Your visits with us. Um, Mike's a trucker. He calls us from all uh, across the country. I Look, I grew up in that area. I grew up uh, just outside of Annapolis. Uh, I, 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 there are people I went to high school with that don't believe this is going on. Mike's absolutely right, and I've addressed this before. They they have no clue on the eastern seaboard in many of these liberal towns. Uh, because they are. They're, they're getting a very limited amount of information. They're not themselves intellectually curious enough to want to, I'm not dissing my people I went to high school with. There's a lot of folks that are well aware of what's going on. But you you will encounter folks from Maryland and D.C., especially some of the uh, hoitier toyier neighborhoods like Chevy Chase. New York's, well, New York City's getting a big dose of it right now, but they genuinely don't believe this is happening. Because guys like Jim Acosta go on the air and say it's not happening. Uh, and as I say all the time, you know, when it comes to the stooge uh, community, uh, the morons, as long as the right people are telling them, they'll believe whatever the hell they say. And a lot of this border stuff up until this juncture has been what? A mega talking point. We're now extreme mega Republicans. And I ain't even a Republican. I would never join any political organization that would have me as a member. But, you know, I might as well be a QAnon MAGA hat wearing weirdo. Uh, and I'm just making this, we're just making this crap up. I, 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 mis- I misspoke earlier. I said uh, there, there is video from Eagle Pass. It's actually from El Paso where you have hundreds of people just bum rushing the border. from oh, Last night, overnight. And the morons, uh, again, who have abdicated their own intellect uh, to live in that, to live in the freaking matrix, to live in this Orwellian nightmare, you know, they're, they're not going to re- choose to remember in their frontal lobes that these people have been shouting and screaming about how evil walls are for three freaking years, or actually, no, uh, uh, seven freaking years at this point. You know, you can tell them whatever you want to tell them, man. Their brains are freaking Play-Doh. 
but holy crap, this is so absurd. Hypocrisy doesn't even come close to describing what's going on right now. It's 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 astound it's it's really breathtaking to watch. It is. And James, this is why I keep my ass on New Gilbo Road, but you know. A couple of dudes camped out there at the 7-Eleven this morning when I got up to get some caffeine, man. A bunch of no, not a couple of bunch of dudes with a couple of trucks pulled up on the lawn there, and they're just on the ground sleeping and stuff and living their lives. Damn, it's everywhere, dude. It's everywhere. Uh, also, James, I, you missed this part. I have dedicated any one of the lines you wish as our fat lesbian line. So if somebody calls up and they are in fact a fat lesbian. Let's put them right through, okay? What if they sound skinny, but they are lesbian? Look, it's all in how you feel and how you identify. They may identify as a fat lesbian, okay? I, I got a job fair to go to. <laughs> Anywhere, Anywhere. Anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean High. Coming up, we'll explain why I can't shut up about fat lesbians. That's uh, coming up. But first, let's talk to Nick on line one. Nick, how are you, Nick? What's going on, yeah, man? Uh, I think it's very hypocritical uh, for them to build a wall now. And uh, I just, yeah. I mean, after they were so against it for so long, I think that's pretty hypocritical. Well, the left. this is how stupid they think their own base are, and the fact is they're right. <laughs> you and I understand how stupid this is and hypocritical it is. But their own base, you think they're going to squawk about this at all? No, they're going to say, no, well, no. look at how he's finally he's taking care of the problem so we don't lose New York, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. I, I think it's like almost as hypocritical as being a freedom-loving Christian and supporting a wannabe dictator who holds the Bible upside down. I'm not sure it's quite that hypocritical, <laughs> but it's on par. I, I concur. Uh, you're absolutely right. Nick, thanks for the call, man. These are strange upside-down times in which we live. and So we have this guy, uh, a, a French... <laughs> see, James, if I can get this correct. A French-Swiss polemicist he engages in polemics he writes critical crap is what that means he writes critical stuff critical of social movements and people and issues and god he's got such a highfalutin sounding name god european people his name is Alain bonnet <laughs> not alan it's Alain. and uh Alain bonnet actually i'm on his side on this one Alain bonnet uh, was sentenced to two months in jail by a court in Switzerland. Uh, why? Well, he called a a a, a an active a journalist or yeah, a journalist in a Facebook video two years ago. He referred to her as a fat lesbian. A fat lesbian. I know this is shocking to you, but Gutfeld was all over this yesterday. Boy, is this not in his freaking wheelhouse? Like all the way, man. Uh, you know, and and he did he put an image of uh the woman up uh on the screen there and she is in fact uh, by all appearances a fat lesbian. Uh here is a a quote from Muriel Muriel Wigger. Muriel Wigger. 
co-director of a lesbian activist group in Switzerland. This court decision... I'm not going to do the Swiss accent with the, with the quote because that would be redundant. The, the court decision is an important moment of justice and rights of LGBTQI people in Switzerland. The conviction of Alain Bonnet is a strong signal that homophobic hatred cannot be tolerated in our society. He called somebody a name, and he went to jail. Um, Now, we're making fun of it because it's stupid, and it deserves to be made fun of, because if referring to someone as a fat lesbian were a crime in this country, I'd be a lifer, baby. I'd I'd never see the light of day again, man. I'd be going away, man. Uh, but they, you know what? We're, they, they, we we think this is ridiculous and we mock it. But you know what? We're we're almost there ourselves. They're already uh, busting people and putting them in jail in the UK for for misgendering people. You misgender somebody and jolly old, your ass is going to a jail. You know, I I, I had a reaction yesterday. I spoke about this briefly on Where and Rima. Uh, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I know it sounds again highfalutin, but I, I think of myself as an artist. I've always been a writer and poetry and painting and photography. You know, I've just always it's my passion in life. I, I love radio, but my passion in life is making art. Uh, I am always mystified by artists and creative people who just wrap their arms around and snuggle up to intolerance, bans, and te- I, I, I had a reaction yesterday because a bunch of local poets whom I sort of are acquainted with were uh, crowing in a, uh, going off in a, in a Facebook post about how pro-Antifa they are, which sort of means they're pro-fascist because Antifa are fascists. Punks and fashion. I've never understood. And you can go all the way back to Cuba and some of the artists, artistic crowd out of that country, which ultimately were murdered and executed or put in jail themselves. Or you, you go to uh, you know a lot of uh, artist types uh, in the 20s and 30s in this country and in places like Spain, and they were all pro-communist. And you see this in Hollywood today. Socialism, communism, it's great. Antifa, we're pro-Antifa. Why would anyone who seeks the life of an artist or a creative person be pro-oppression in any form? It's it's mystified. Because look at what's going on here. The conviction of Alain Bonnet is a strong signal that homophobic hatred cannot be tolerated in our society. Cannot be tolerated. In other words, if you say something we don't like, your ass should be in jail. Your book shouldn't be published. Your column should be shut down. Everything you've ever done should be erased. This is where we're ha- We already have people in this country who have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, their, their, their ability to even freaking live their lives because they did what? Because they said, I think people with penises are boys, are biological males. Some people have had their freaking life destroyed because they liked the wrong post on social media. So while we laugh about this because it's funny and stupid, baby, it's coming here, man. You're going to start locking people up for, for misgendering people or saying the wrong thing. And so, James, in the interest of freedom, 
I'm just going to do this right now and, and, and take a few seconds. Fat lesbian, fat lesbian, fat lesbian, fat lesbian. What do you think about lesbians who are fat? Fat lesbians. Holy crap. You ever see a fat lesbian walking down the hallway? Space junk follows her. She has her own gravitational pull, and she smells like Menon's speed stick because she's a fat lesbian. There you go. That would get me a life term in, in Swissland. What I just did right there. I love fat lesbians. James, have you ever been threatened by, ever piss off a lesbian? Um, yes. Yes, I have. They're, they'll rip your heart out, man. They'll kill you. Uh, we had to be separated at the bar. At the bar. Yes. Shocking. So you got into it with a lesbian at a bar? Yeah, we had a reserved table to watch this uh, boxing match, and then she just put her drinks on the table. <laughs> and I had had enough that I went off, and my friends were like, oh, God, Jimmy, don't, Jimmy, don't, Jimmy, don't. Yeah. And I did. I was like, no, we reserved this table. Get your fat drink off of my table. <laughs> And she gets. She went for you. She got. Was, was, she she got mouthy. I got mouthy, and then my friends were like, "All right, Jimmy, move." And I had to move to a different seat. <laughs> Dude, I was in a bar a hundred years ago in in a little towny bar in Maryland on the Eastern Shore, and I used to, used to go there every Thursday night. I'm sitting there drinking my Budweiser at that point. There's a couple of lesbians like on the other side of the room, and somehow they got it into their head that I was giving them dirty looks. The bouncers had to pull them off me. They were snarling like pit bulls. They wanted to destroy me. Well, I wanted to treat her equal and like other people, so she <laughs> acted like a jerk, and so I acted back. Which is the way things should be, but not anymore. Never piss off a lesbian. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. With her yental binding. <laughs> In the morning time makes me think about different things going on in the world. Just what you need to start your day. I listen every morning from the time I get up. I get up early, early in the morning. Get your day going. A little help from your friends. Can't beat it on the way to work. On 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. New stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. Fat lesbian. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open, fat lesbian, 210-599-5555. Donald Trump is Speaker of the House. No, stick to the plan. No, come on. Oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's sure, it sounds great. (laughs) But no, I I know anybody can be Speaker of the House, but no, 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 stick to the... Trump said it yesterday himself. No, they asked him about it. And uh, after he got out of court... Uh, and he said, no, I'm paraphrasing, but basically said, no, I'm focused on my campaign to be president. I told you yesterday that, uh, you know, I, I, I stripped away, uh, all the, uh, extraneous crap here. I I'm pro I want Trump in the Oval Office. I don't give a crap who the speaker of the house is right now. I just don't Jim Jordan. Sure. Yes. If you're going to make a move, he actually wants the job. He's a scrappy dude. He's Jim Stinkin' Jordan. Yep, plug him in there. Uh, or, or, but they're probably going to screw it up, and it'll be Hakeem. <laughs> they're just going to blank around. You know what I mean? But yeah, it, it, focus on somebody. Now, Trump. No, Trump's campaigning to be the president of the United States. He is facing insurmountable odds. In that endeavor, which are not they have nothing to do with the with the reality of his support base, which he, his campaign contributions went through the roof apparently uh, over the past few days with each one of these appearances before and after court.
in New York. No, I, I'm I'm really big these days on stick to the plan. That's my life's philosophy right now. Whatever the plan, just stick to the plan. We need him to be back in the Oval Office. We don't need, you know, this business about getting him in there in there to be the Speaker of the House for a hundred days or whatever the hell it is. It's it's fun to talk about, but no. We we have Gennaro on line one. Gennaro is online. He's up early. Gennaro is online one. Did we do a wake and bake, Gennaro? Is that what we're doing? It's the most important hit of the day. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing great, uh, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, Uncle Sean. Hey, man. Um, I had a big lesbian experience in, <laughs> in, in 92, man. Lay it on in, us, man. In, in 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 ninety two in Denver, I was I was at a bar yeah. in a local neighborhood. It's always at a bar. <laughs> it's always at a Nobody bar. has a lesbian incident <laughs> at the freaking library. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so check this check this out, man. I'm sitting at the bar. I'm sitting at the bar, and the owner of the bar is an old people old lady. Anyway, at the back of the bar, there's a billiards table. And there's these two lesbians playing <laughs> Lesbians, pool. yes. And one of them, Uncle Sean, is like six foot plus. She's built like a linebacker. Real and Amazon, this, huh? And, and, yeah, man. And there's this, there's a phone, there's a, a, a public phone right next to the billiards table, man. And there's this drunk guy, man, on the phone, man. And he gooses this chick man never goose a lesbian unless you are in fact a lesbian yourself so he goosed the lesbian what he only got a few seconds what happened next dude she picked she picked him up she slammed him against the phone against the wall it was bad and the little old lady had a little bat and slams the bar goes girls no stop it stop it Poor guy, man. Wow, I that would hurt. Drink, I, I finished my drink and I split, man. Yeah, that was probably a wise choice. <laughs> you don't want to get scooped up in some kind of lesbian melee. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> Gennaro, you rock, man. Thank you so much, bro. All right, man. Love you. <laughs> Love All you right. too, man. Bye. <laughs> hey, call us up with your lesbian experience on the air. We got a whole, hey, it's Thursday, it's raining. Tell us how a lesbian got into your face at some point in a bar. 210, you know what I mean? Nobody ever has a lesbian incident at, like, the tax assessor's office. It all, every lesbian story begins with those words. I was in this bar. Pretty much, James, every bad thing that's ever happened to me began with those words. I was in this bar, minding my own business. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back six minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's a soggy Thursday in San Antonio, Texas. I love the rain, baby. I've been loving the rain. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. We'll get back into some more gay and lesbian stuff coming up here in a moment. But the big story of the day, just to repeat, (laughs) this is just ridiculous. 
I don't know that this is how this represents how stupid they think you and I are because you and I they they they, they them the 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 dark forces that are actually running this country via a butthole like Andrew, Alejandro Mayorkas or a senile mannequin like uh, like Joe Biden they they know that we're not stupid and we're paying attention but they don't care we we don't matter really especially when you're going to cheat the another presidential election but, you know, as far as their stooge base, they are well aware of the fact that those folks who, in general, vote Democrat really are that stupid. Which is why Alejandro Mayorkas, who frankly looks like something that you should be able to turn upside down and clean your toilet bowl with and get right down in there, you know. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, he came out yesterday and, uh, wow, apparently... This border that up until yesterday was just very secure and anybody uh, bitching about uh, illegal immigration uh, is just uh, aping, uh, you know, uh, QAnon, MAGA hat, extreme Republican talking points. Despite the fact that uh, the press secretary, who herself is a lesbian, she's not fat. She's maybe a little hefty in the caboose there, but she's not, you know, fat. Uh, has claimed that Joe Biden has done more to secure the southern border than any other president or human being prior to him. Despite all that, Alejandro Mayorkas comes out yesterday and says, we're going to build some wall. (laughs) Well, the word is barrier. Uh, The Biden administration, and via Alejandro Mayorkas, who just poopy canned 26 federal laws uh, yesterday, to begin building this wall in Star County along the Big River there. And in Star County, uh, and this is really what, you know, uh, gave me some IBS yesterday. Uh, along Star Co- in Star County along the Rio Grande, let's see, 245,000 people have crossed over this year. This year. Meanwhile, at Eagle Pass, 260,000 people, 260,000 people crossed over in freaking September. But apparently we need a barrier in Star County. Uh, I, you know, I, heard, I, I watched this unfold yesterday, and what do you even say, man? <laughs> what do you even say to this? Given we, we've had years now. Practically since Donald Trump came down the freaking escalator. Uh, Walls are evil. Walls are bad. Biden himself in the campaign trail. I'm going to build one more foot of wall. We don't need walls separating us. These building walls is against our American ideas, or ideals rather. We have to maintain democracy, maintain our ideals. As far as welcoming the huddled masses and conversely semi-trucks filled with poisonous fentanyl and possibly sex slaves, we, we need to embrace this to embrace our American ideals. How dare you bring up the idea of putting a wall there? Uh, Greg Abbott, uh, who apparently, according to them, is a soulless bad Christian. And despite being, I guess, married to one, he hates brown people, right? And he, uh, he, uh, 
you know, uh, he, he put up a barrier. Remember the floaty barrier uh, with the wire and the and the, uh, the mesh that hangs down beneath, and he's got these spinny things, so when you're trying to cross the Rio Grande, you, you, you can't get a hold, and it was preventing people from making the attempt, which ultimately does, in fact, actually save lives. That barrier was bad, and it was killing people. Well, th- they're going to build a barrier, and uh, the, 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 the linguistic gymnast- gymnastics are not lost on us, right? They're calling it a barrier instead of a wall. At least they're making uh, a, a not half-assed but quarter-assed attempt to not call it a wall, but that's what it is. And it's so stupidly obvious, I feel ridiculous even having to, having to point this out. Very obviously, they, they, they're looking at the numbers, at, and, and, and people, even Democrats, are starting to wake up now to how very bad this illegal alien, this illegal immigration problem is, this crisis, on just about every freaking level. And so for political optics, uh, they're going to go with this. Uh, and, and I also think that uh, one factor that figures into it, and I could be completely wrong, I'm just a simple cave dweller here, but uh, I, I think, and I have no way to verify this, obviously, but I, I believe, yes, they created the crisis along the border. They opened up the border within hours, essentially, of Joe Biden sitting his feeble ass uh, behind the desk of the Oval Office. He was rolling back refugee stuff policies that donald trump had put into place that had reduced our illegal immigration to a trickle and they rolled it all back the first week with a with a with the executive pen they wanted this to happen they still to a certain extent do want this to happen they want to flood texas and destroy it politically economically uh they want to flood the country with people that they believe will vote for them or feel obligated to vote for them uh, or I guess if you're a cartel guy, willingly because they're <laughs> they're all working on the same uh, you know trafficking operations. But I think it, you know it, it, honestly, intellectually, these are not the deepest people in the world. I don't believe that they really understood how bad this was going to get. I think the border crisis for high level high high up the food chain Democrats is kind of a Frankenstein monster. They created it. They wanted it. To a certain extent, they still want it. But I think the monster is 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 bigger than they ever anticipated. And he's stomping on the Terra, and he's also coming for them. And uh, and I think they, you know, oh crap, we're gonna do something. So I think it's political, largely. Uh, it it's m- absolutely freaking meaningless. It's it's not gonna do anything. You're not going to stem the tide of illegals uh, that you saw last night uh, heading into El Paso, which, if you've seen the video, gulp. (laughs) Again, just based upon my eyeballing it, mostly young men, many of them carrying the the flags of their countries of origin, their s-holes of origin, with their fists in the air. Uh, we should probably do something, or at least make an attempt to do something, or make it look like we're doing something about this border thingy that we are simultaneously denying even freaking exists. Again, what what do you what do you even say about this? 
maybe you're like me and you've just gotten to the point where we, we've been spoon fed or we've been living in a steady flow of just absolute bullcrap from these people for so long that I, I actually think at this point I'd be surprised by something reasonable. I, I think if these people put out something reasonable, no matter what issue you're talking about, that would surprise me. But holy crap, they're gonna build they're gonna build some wall. And again, the morons that largely support them are, are not gonna think they're not gonna they're already they're already lost in the Orwellian nightmare, okay? They're already seeing however many fingers the man is either holding up or not holding up. All right. They, 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 they've already accepted the absurd. They, they're already they're not gonna squawk about this. Oh yeah, well, he's building a wall. I thought walls were racist and hateful. You know, you're just a MAGA hat-wearing weirdo, and you're just all about trouble. He's going to jail. Holy crap, man. It's just, it's, it's, it's like a, sometimes I wonder if I'm not in some kind of freaking alien experiment, right? And this can't be real, right? So, yeah, how are you feeling about the wall uh, the Biden administration is now going to put up? Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? Hey, good morning, sir. Hey. I'm doing well. I think, uh, first of all, anyone who has lived through COVID, how they can believe anything that politicians as a whole say, I'm including uh, the Republicans, how right. any of them can believe anything any of them say or believe anything that the, any of the media says. I believe none of it. That thing yesterday with the emergency network, none of it. I believe none, oh, yeah. nothing that comes from authority figures any longer. They, they've, they've burned themselves. But what President Trump should do today is tweet, build the barrier. He should start <laughs> doing every, every, every appearance he does. He said, yeah, when I'm elected president, again, I'm going to build the barrier. We're going to finish the barrier. He should steal that term from them and start using it everywhere at every opportunity today just to, just to burn them. That's freaking brilliant, man. Well, I'm glad the Democrats finally understand that we do, in fact, need a barrier. A barrier. It's going to be a beautiful barrier. Make me president again, and I'll build hundreds of miles of barrier. Oh, that's precious. The it's... biggest, bestest barrier this country has ever known. <laughs> Steve, uh, you rock, man. <laughs> I wanted also, also, I wanted to say the thing with uh, when they kicked out Kevin Mc, Mc, McCarty, whatever. Yeah. You know, his speech afterwards, his his goodbye speech, if you listen to it, all he talked about is what he got done, what they yes. got done in the Congress for the Congress. Oh, we elected more yes. uh, women in there. Oh, we elected more men. Nobody cares about that. You know, what did the, you do to make the American people's lives easier? There's something, you know, I you just reminded me of something that I that I an observation I had when he was given that speech. I'm out of time now, but keep listening. I'm going to bring the, I'm going to come back right back to that when we get back. Yes, sir. Yes, right, sir. Steve, you rock, man. Steve, thanks for the call, brother. Oh crap, I forgot to ask him if he'd ever been attacked by a lesbian. Ah. 2105995555 2105995555 this is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. You know, Steve just mentioned something about McCarthy. Uh, and when he gave his goodbye speech there after he got ousted. 
which uh, and I God, I James, I forgot about this until Steve just brought it up because I, I know I was never really invested in McCarthy. I, I wasn't really invested in that whole progression there with Matt Gates, but I remember having this thought when I'm listening to McCarthy do his his uh, give his thoughts after the this happened. And it was mostly like, well, you all know Matt Gates and that kind of crap. But Steve's right. He, he spent a, a goodly amount of time giving his resume and talking about his record. And he said something that stuck in my mind, and I forgot about it because it happened so fast. But Kevin McCarthy was, uh, you know, talking about his own accomplishments that, you know, uh, I, and I forget specifically. I tried, tried to look it up. I couldn't find the actual ling- language. But I... I, I I can't remember exactly in what regard, but he said, you know, we've we've uh, 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 seen uh, to the election of more black women, more women in general, where, you know, I've expanded the base. He said something of that in that regard. More women and more black people have come into whatever because of me. I've spent my career expanding the base. And I thought that was an interesting comment. Do you, is it obvious why? Okay, one of the mythologies uh, that the propagandists pump out there 24 hours a freaking day is that the Republican Party is only populated by wealthy, rich, white guys. Right? Old white, old rich white guys, old white, cisgender white guys. And it's not true. I mean, I'm sure ethnically you could break down the Republican Party. Maybe you, you you see a white majority there. I don't know. There's still a white majority in the country, so numerically it would make sense, right? Statistically. But the idea that the idea is that only white men, white straight men, are allowed in the Republican Party. The Republicans, that's why they, they want voter ID laws, because they don't want black people to vote, right? Republican women are all housefrows who are just dictated to by their patriarchal husbands and crap, right? It's all a bunch of rich, just white guys, straight white males. Kevin McCarthy apparently believes that crap. If he's touting as one of his accomplishments, he's brought more blacks and more women and more black women into the, uh, into the party. So, you know, I, I'm glad Steve brought that up because I it just zinged by so fast. And I didn't really give a crap about what he was saying anyway, honestly, that I just let it go on by. But I thought that was interesting. Wait a minute. I, I thought, uh, you, know, uh, you know, I'm not a Republican, but, I, you know, I, I, I thought one of the things we're supposed to be doing is fighting against the the characterization of conservatives which now has reached a fever pitch, right? We're domestic terrorists. Yeah. We're phobic, you know. We hate gay people. We don't want flamer, uh, you know, in the kids' library at school because we hate trannies. and We don't like anybody who's not like us. You know, and, and, and the, the characterization of, of, of Republicans specifically and conservatives in general as being inherently racist... Well, I guess Kevin McCarthy believes that stuff. It's the only explanation why he would think that making such a claim would help him. You know, I, 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 that was interesting, so I'm glad Steve, uh, in, in talking about it, brought that back to my mind. So, you know. Uh, Donald Trump is Speaker of the House. No, come on. <laughs> Just come on. Jim Jordan, yeah. 
I think he'd be fine in that position. Why not? What do you think? 21059. Also, yes, continuing on, if you've uh, had an experience with an angry lesbian, uh, specifically even more so a fat, angry lesbian, make sure you call us up and let us know about it. Share it with the audience. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Smartphone or a smart speaker? Smart listener, when you stream us. Streaming radio now. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Ugh, this whole world is wild at heart and weird on top, man. News Talk 550 KTSA. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Here's John. John, how are you? I'm fine. We're getting the band back together for Come and Take It weekend. The what? The band? Yeah? Yep. We're getting the band back together. Um, The question about Trump being Speaker of the House has some real meaning to it because right now Trump is not in any... Uh, position to get the presidency. If he were Speaker of the House, he would be third in line. We've got a president that's about to go out. We've got a vice president that could be impeached very easily. And, uh, you know, this is some very serious times that we're in, and we need to consider all of the angles. Well, but but I read yesterday that I think there is a rule, uh, Bobby, it's never come up before, but there is a rule they could invoke that if you're going to be Speaker of the House, I think you can't be under federal indictment or you can't, you know, can't have charges uh, against you because it could preclude you from, from doing your job. So I, I just, it, it, well, it sounds great, but I, I just, I don't know. It, 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 it is my, I want him in the Oval Office. I, whether that's going to happen or not, I don't know. But I, you know, it, it, it just, it feels good to me, but it just, I don't think that's, any, something we should focus on. I, I, I think Jim. You could plug Jim Jordan in there if they're able to, and I think he'd do a pretty good job. So I don't know. Well, that's true too. Yeah. All right, man. I appreciate the call. I, you know, let, let's take a side journey here on some pop culture stuff. And I, I don't know, James. Were you a Jackass fan, or was that? I love that show. Um, you know, Johnny Knoxville and Bam Margera and Steve O and those guys. <clears throat> A lot of people look back and go, well, that was stupid, or that was the beginning of the whole TikTok thing eventually, you know, and I get all that. But at that time, they were the only guys doing that stuff, <laughs> you know, and and I, I believe, honestly, I don't know that I have, there are very few movies where I have laughed consistently throughout the entire damn thing. Yesterday, we talked about Monty Python. The Holy Grail is one of those movies. Team America is another one, which is one of my favorites. And baby, Jackass 2 should have won an Oscar for something. Jackass 2 is the Citizen Kane of, of, of that kind of crap where it's just a bunch of dudes doing stupid crap to be funny. Is that the one where they're in the big shopping cart in the beginning? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah, that is a good one. You know, it's the one where the guy eats cow poop you know and and the rattlesnakes and the testicles yes i think we all remember i i don't know why but that specifically jackass 2 i thought was one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life again by today's standards people are doing stupid crap to themselves on tiktok every single day it's it's passe now 
But, you know, I, I don't know how much you care about Bam Margera, but Bar- Bam Margera is one of those guys who's had a really rough go with addiction and, and alcohol specifically. And it's kind of been on the Robert Downey Jr. trip where, you know, he's now he's he's been to jail, he's had charges. I think he punched his brother, you know, when he was drunk or messed up. Steve O. Uh, who actually, James, is it true? He like shows up in San Antonio a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, he was here. Last time he was here, he did a backflip off of one of the bridges <laughs> into the San Antonio Excellent. River. That's right. I forgot. I remember that now. Yeah. But I think he was still drinking back then. Oh, Steve O got sober. And it, he's kind of now, you know, people know him. He, ta- he does a lot of stuff, I, I I believe, in regards to that and, you know, encouraging other folks. And he and Bam Margera have been best friends for a long time. And uh, Steve-O is one of those guys out there saying, hey, dude, you got to stop. You're going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to die. Uh, and I think he had just seen him at some, they had a mutual appearance or something somewhere. And, and he was all, Margera was, ban- was all messed up. Uh, well, he's got, apparently he's got one month sober, Bam Margera. And, and, you know, and I know that that's, you know, for, for most, I'm kind of on that you know, trip myself right now. I, I, you know, somebody mentioned yesterday, I got eight months the other day and you look at Bam Margera and you, ah, well, one month, you know, ah, you know, whatever. Hey man, it all starts with one month. <laughs> you know, it's one foot in front of the other. If you can do a month. And maybe you could do another month, you know, and if you could do two months and you could do another month. So I, I just wanted to mention it uh, since we talk about this stuff a lot on the air with me that, you know, well, good on him, man. I hope he keeps it up. I, I really do. It's a sucky life, you know, I mean, to live in that way. It, it really is. And, and uh, if he's able to pull this off, uh, his, uh, he's from Pennsylvania, uh, Chester County, I guess, and uh, uh had a birthday and he's a week ago and uh, he was sober and and uh steve-o took a picture with him you know and he looks pretty good and uh you know it's not an earth-shattering story and and i know a lot of people might be cynical towards him because it, it, when you when you've been a uh, in that way for a long time you know it's not like you're inspiring faith around you that you're going to make it you know but at least i want to be one voice out there going hey good on you man you just keep it up dude <laughs> it's a much better way to live, man. I hope it works out for you. And uh, and also gave me an opportunity to talk about my love of jackass, which I did. I just I thought it was a it was a brilliant concept for his time. You know, uh, just a bunch of dudes who just do stupid crap. You know what I always liked about that show too, dude. What? And Johnny Knoxville is like an Austin guy. He's in Austin all the time. Um, and he's actually big too with the Americana crowd and all those guys. Yeah, he shows up backstage. Uh, in that, no matter how bad it got, freaking Knoxville always did the the worst stuff. You know what I mean? Like he he never he never sent the other guys out to do stuff. You know that he himself he, he did some pretty crazy crap himself. You know what I mean? Uh, along the way. And so uh, I I don't know I just I think all those guys I, I love all those guys I just, I love that show and I love Jack, again Jackass too if you're having a rough patch of road in your life and and you need some you know stupid laughs <laughs> I, I'm telling you not the first one it's the the third one was not that great you know the the the, the outhouse on the bungee cords was somewhat interesting especially being in 3D. 
nothing like a turd floating towards you. But, uh, you know, Jackass 2, I thought, was just a brilliant flick, man. Big Fat Nelson chasing Wee Man in their tidy whities <laughs> Oh, man, come on. That's a great How bit. politically incorrect is that now? A fat guy chasing a dwarf in their tidy whities Come on. don't. How can you not find that funny? You know what I mean? Just to do it. That's what I loved about it. They did that crap just to do it. You know what I mean? Alex, how are you doing, man? Good, brother. Thank you. I recall vaguely stuff from that show. Um, you a younger? You how old are you, man? Oh man, I'm just shy of forty. So, all right, yeah, that that, that my generation. That was one of ours. We we were that was a lot of fun yeah. to watch back no, in the day. It was it was present, although I just vaguely remember it right because you know it was probably biking or something. But um, one thing you were mentioning about sobriety, I thought was interesting is maybe out there. But what if we were to try to sober up from dis ease with one another and practice being a good person one month at a time. Well, you, you, you know, you're right. And, and the, the thing about, you know, taking on the, the sobriety thing or the, for me, it's alcohol. I, I'm, I, I don't drink alcohol anymore. That That's my thing. I mean, I, you know, I still smoke the CBD, I drop an Ambien every night to go to sleep, you know, but I, I don't drink. Drinking has always been my curse. It really has as far back as I can remember. And part of that journey, and I've discovered this in my own world, uh, that the further away you get from it, you just sort of end up being a nicer person. <laughs> and and you I, and I you lost. you yeah. you also you know it, it, alcohol. It's like a rip snorting drug addiction. It kind of numbs out your emotions, right? And only kind of the crummy ones get through. You know the rage and bitterness and all that stuff. So you yeah, and, and also helping other people. You know, just in general, you know, if you're just a nice person. You're going to have a better life, <laughs> and people around you will have a better knife life, whether it's a, an addiction thing or not, just as a human being. I, w- I want people just to be freaking nice to each other. Whatever happened to that? Common sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Just be cool. Uh, hey, real quick, I... uh, one thing, um, sure. I think one thing that stood out about the, the uh, John Knoxville men, they utilized a great group. Uh, D, what was it, D. Boone and Matt uh, Watt, Mike Watt, they had the Minutemen back in the day. I, I I don't know, man. I I think, but anyway, stick here. All right, man. Thank you. Um. Uh. Yeah, man. You know, it's 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 fun being a nice person. <laughs> it's, it's it's more enjoyable to be nice than to be an a hole, whether you're drinking or not. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Always just minutes away from the latest news around town. Stay connected with San Antonio on News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Yeah, man. Being nice is a better way to live. I told my wife the other, the other day, it's like, you know what? I'd rather be a nice guy that gets walked on than to be the a-hole who does the walking. You know, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with being... James, you're different. You you kick some ass. <laughs> yeah, I got You a don't li- take nothing lightly, man. I got a little rude on the airplane. Right. Flying up to Boston, I was texting you. You did? Yes, I was the a-hole. See, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just said loudly, I don't know whose bag this is, but I'm moving it. <laughs> That's badass, But man. I was wearing the scrub, so nobody talked back. He's a doctor. He's probably been in the OR all night. Don't say anything. I may, ha- I may get ill on the plane. Um, the Grace Hopper celebration. I'm going to leave you with this. This is precious. The Grace Hopper celebration is a job fair. 
uh, for tech people, for the tech industry. Everybody wants to work in the tech industry, man. You get paid crap loads of money to sit on your ass for the most part and do techie stuff. Well, the great the thing about the Grace Hopper celebration, which has been around, I think, for about thirty years, uh, it's the, these are specifically tech jobs for women. They encourage, you know, women uh, who I guess maybe are underrepresented in the in the tech community. I, I don't know what the stats are, but you know, they, this is for women. The Grace Hopper celebration. We want women to come out with their resumes, and we have all these tents and kiosks where. There are potential employers, and, and you, you meet with them, but it's for women. Well, you know, it, it is Silicon Valley, and uh, they're all woke. So uh, the Grace Hopper celebration for their annual conference and career fair this year for women decided to, uh, you know, embrace uh, the, the woke crap and said, uh, yeah, we're also inviting non-binary people to uh, join us at the uh, job fair. In other words, people who identify as women. It's not cheap. You, you, it costs about anywhere from 700 bucks to, you know, a little over 1000 or what have you to att- just to attend this thing. So you got to put some bank in. They announced themselves that, you know, women and non-binary individuals are welcome. What do you think happened? A bunch of dudes showed up, like a lot of dudes. And apparently these were dudes who aren't even, I, I think you're, are you picking up on this, that the whole pretense of even showing up in lipstick and a dress is gone, and now dudes are just showing up looking like dudes. Oh, I identify as a chick. Uh, I identify as non-binary. I'm fluid queer. Technically, I'm a woman. because So they're just a bunch of dude-looking dudes, and apparently they swamped the place to the extent to where the, the, the organizer of this thing, and there's a great video you can watch, it's hilarious. Uh, as uh, uh, this uh, dude again, who who is uh, so it's uh, uh, Bo Young Lee is president of the advisory board. No, I'm 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 reading I'm misreading the story. No, that's 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 uh, somebody commenting on this. But one of the organizers uh, gets up on the stage at this thing and starts complaining about all the dudes. This is for women. Uh, we're, we're supposed to be good allies to women. And you guys are all out there with your resumes and your men. Quote, simply put, uh, some of you lied about your gender identity when you registered. Some of the dudes in the audience start booing this guy. Cullen White is the guy. He's the chief impact officer. Uh, of this thing, whatever the hell that means. But he's up there complaining and whining. It is evidenced by the stacks and stacks of resumes you were passing out. You did so because you thought that you could come here and take space to try to get a job. We need male allies. We need men who want to celebrate women, who want to work with and for women. You know who you're talking about, dude, right? Women? What's a woman? He goes on, unfortunately, some of you are taking interview slots right now from women who need them. Some of you are standing in line talking to recruiters instead of letting women speak. All of those are limited resources to which you have no right. Bull crap, you said non-binary people are welcome. You invited them, you moron. 
But it's kind of like the Henry Cuellar thing. It's kind of like, you know, uh, some of these Democrats now who are starting to complain and moan about the illegal alien crisis and, and, and crime in the streets. What's well, your freaking policies that put, you, put us here? This guy invites these people and then gets, gets pissed off at a bunch of dudes show up. Well, what the hell did you expect, man? You know what he expected. He expected a couple of queens to show up that he could have taken some selfies with and, you know, put his, uh, you know, his, uh, his allyship on, uh, for, the, for the trans community on display. And, and what he got, you know, what did he get? You know, what he got was a bunch of hairy-ass dudes. <laughs> not, not even pretending to be people who identify as women. Dude, they paid to be there. <laughs> Got to let him in. Anyway, so uh, I, I think you're going to see, as as a lot of these disastrous policies like the freaking border uh, become more vast, you're going to see more of this stuff. I got to go. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Bye.